106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. I feel like I'm starting every radio broadcast off with the same thing. I've been saying. You can't make this stuff up. So the January 6th committee finished up at the end of the congressional term, and they have their documents. And then the Republicans are now in charge, of course. So they have on oversight, they're allowed to review the materials that the committee used in making its conclusions, including lacks of security, security lapses at the Capitol. Guess what? No documents. Where are those documents? <laughs> Benny Thompson, the chairman of the committee, said he doesn't believe that they were necessary, that you had to keep them, that they didn't fall within the preservation requirements under the law. Now, I want you to think about this for a moment, folks. Does this ring a bell? Like uh, Bob Mueller, and he has two people on his staff, special agents for the FBI, Strzok and Page, and they had these phone conversations about how they're going to get Trump and they're going to do the insurance policy. And then when we said, where are those phones? Oh, we turned those phones in, they were wiped clean. Or Hillary Clinton did her yeah, bleach, bleach, bit, bleach bit on a BlackBerry. No wonder the American people are suspect same of story, government. Same story over and over. Yes or no, did Donald Trump lose the 2020 election? Whoever puts their hand on the Bible on January 20th every four years uh, is the winner. Okay, but respectfully, you did not clearly answer that question. And if you can't give a yes or no because on whether or not Trump lost, then how well, can... Of course, no, of, of course he lost. Uh, Trump uh, lost the 2020 of, election. Of course. Okay. Uh, Joe Biden's the president. But the issue is, I think, what, what people in the media and elsewhere, they want to act like somehow this was just like the perfect election. Come back to America, and what do I see? Black Little Mermaid. One of the races that are known for being one of the worst at swimming. This is going to get people killed. Look at me, mommy, I'm a mermaid. Laquisha, no! Grab onto this chicken leg. What's next? A movie about an Asian NASCAR driver? Mayorkas was asked about wristbands that cartels have made migrants wear as a way of tracking them like cargo as they're shipped across the U.S.-Mexico border. What are these wristbands? I don't know what they are. You don't know what they are? Mr. Secretary, you have just testified to the American people you're incompetent at your job because I've been to the southern border. And if you go to the southern border, along the southern border, you see thousands of these wristbands because the illegal immigrants wear them. The drug cartels, every color corresponds to how many thousands of dollars they owe the cartels. You have turned these cartels into multi-billion dollar criminal organizations. And these are modern day leg irons because these are children being sold into sex slavery and you don't even know what they are that is astonishing he should be impeached just for that the secretary of homeland security didn't even know what they represent and this is running a plague on the american people i am not less than you because you are white i don't need you to look at me and feel bad for me because of the color of my skin and that's effectively what you're doing every time you take an application you say oh well this girl's black so i kind of feel bad for her so i'm going to put her at the top of a line it's just not necessary you are basically saying that black americans cannot do it on their own i'm of mixed background what am i supposed to mark on an application am i supposed to mark multiple boxes mark yeah. as that's an a insane thing that you're oppressed well it's the truth because you believe color. in affirmative action so i said mark black i'm an interracial relationship so i can speak to this i have a son that's half white and a son that's half black and a daughter that's half white and half black. 
Okay. They're going to mark black because I know that there are people like you at the universities who will say, well, because this person is black, I'm just going to let them in. No, they're going to mark black because they're black. Well, they're half black <laughs> and half white. They're both. Yes. What are you going to look at that applicant as a little bit less because they're half white? How do you guys figure that out? Holistically, uh, across the number of different I factors. I love me a buzzword. Holistically and racial consciousness. Oh, yeah. Reverse discrimination. Is a it's buzzword. not reverse discrimination. It's just discrimination. It's just racism if you're judging people on the basis of their skin color. Tonight, this is Lou Benninger, and you're listening to No Hostages Radio. Happy to have you. This is our 231st episode, and it will uh, it will arise on September 2, 2023. So you can reach me at my cell phone, my only phone number in the world. Everything else I got rid of. At 530-713-1838, 530-713-1838. Texting me probably is the easiest way, but you could call and leave a message. Uh, I'm going to be on the road a little bit, but uh, I still will watch my messages and respond. You can also reach me at Lou, L-O-U, at NoHostagesRadio.com, which is our website where we stash all these prior episodes. And you could go back and listen if you chose to. You could probably, if you if you stumbled across this uh, podcast, maybe from seeing it listed somewhere on an article, uh, you can get it from your favorite podcast source, or you could go to our website, nohostagesradio.com. All right, we also do a uh, uh, an AM live show on Saturdays from 10 in the morning to 1 in the afternoon. And uh, that's called Live with Lou. There's also a Facebook page, Live with Lou. We post some of our uh, shows over there and my articles. So it just gives you some options to check it out. And if you want to, you can listen from afar. Some of you listen from other states. So you could listen to that live show if you wanted. You could go over to our uh, uh, nohostagesradio.com website and you could click on live listen live and you'll hear a live stream uh, coming from uh, KMYC and you'll hear me if you're listening between 10 and 1 my time over here on the left coast so uh, I think that gets rid of the uh, preliminaries Uh, if I forgot anything I'll come back so uh, I I saw this uh, you know the lady Shikari Richardson or Shikari Richardson however she pronounces it she was the lady that uh, was this amazing, up-and-coming, challenging, all the greats, track star. I think she ran for Louisiana when she was in college. And then uh, she, she tested positive for marijuana and was disqualified from competing in the last Olympics, I believe it was. So recently, she ran the fastest time in the ladies' 100 I'm just assuming it's the 100 meters, and it just shocked the world. And so a lot of people thought when she 
was found testing positive for marijuana that she was like a ghetto babe right everybody's trashing her and uh, i'm just watching her you know I'm, I'm not i don't know much about her but i just observed you know i'm just observing and i thought what a tragedy you know all that hard work amazing hard work uh, to get to the very top of your craft and so i saw this posted the other day i wanted to read it to you and uh, see if it fits you or you think it fits some people it said the world gave up on her the world judged her the world counted her out the world tried to make a mockery out of her the world talked about her and drug her name through the mud the world was too blinded to see that through her imperfections she still had a purpose what we see as trash god redeems as treasure Shakari Richardson, congratulations. Uh, God is not through with you yet. So I thought that was kind of a interesting and, and inspirational comment about her. And I certainly, you know, some of these ladies look like just a straight up athlete in some kind of decade on. You know, they, they got the they got the hair, they got the three inch nails, they got the wild look, and she does have that. And so uh, what you have to do if you're not from that generation or that part of the uh, culture is just look past that and just see the wonder, wonderful uh, abilities that God has given this woman. I've been interested in her background because I'd heard it before, but I'd forgotten it. But I just want to read you a couple things. And um, so easy to look at people and kind of size them up. You know what I'm saying? and uh size them up and when you get to know them you think wow 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 i was really wrong on this right I, in other words not just size them up by you know how they come across how they looked how they dress you know that it i just kind of say oh this is kind of this kind of person and then when you talk to them and learn about them it's just uh i mean i just continually relearn this lesson as i meet people and i really love to meet new people all the time so I want to read you just a paragraph about her that I found fascinating. It said, Shikari was raised by her grandmother, Betty Harp, and an aunt. Not unusual for a lot of kids these days being raised by grandmas and other relatives. A lot of my friends are raising kids uh, that are not their biological babies. Goes on to say, in 2021, a week before her qualifying race for the 2020 Summer Olympics, her biological mother died. You hear what I said? A week before the qualifying race. And you, you see professional athletes a lot of times, uh, they go through the same tragedies that everybody else does. So it isn't unusual to have a parent die, uh, or grandma die, or, or a kid die. And then you see them try to perform at the highest level in the world. So a week before the qualifying race for the 2020 Olympics, her biological mother died. Now, here's the I told you that she wasn't raised by her mama. Richardson knew nothing about her biological mother's passing. Isn't that interesting? Until she was asked about it by a reporter. I wonder how that was asked of Shikari Richardson. And maybe he knew or she knew that Richardson wasn't raised by her mama. And uh, she just dropped that honor right before uh, they were getting ready to, to run the race of their life. Richardson then said later that she, she was up in Oregon, state of Oregon, where smoking marijuana is legal. And she took some marijuana. 
and after learning about after learning about the death of her biological mother, it kind of rocked her world, according to her. Some people thought that was just a cheap excuse. It's interesting. If she would have drank a fifth of Jim Beam or a fifth of Jack Daniels, that wouldn't have affected uh, her disqualify. That wouldn't have disqualified her at all. It's interesting the double standard, right? Marijuana versus alcohol, both legal in Oregon. But there's special rules for marijuana versus she could have got totally wasted on vodka. And that would have been totally cool. It's, it says here she's noted for her long nails. And there's a picture of her here in baby. She's got, well, I've never seen anybody with longer nails. And colorful hair on the field. And has, and has stated that her style is inspired that of Florence and by that of Florence Griffith Joyner. So the other thing uh, that she kind of strutted her stuff is she said she had herself a girlfriend. So there's a lot of things that could push some buttons by by this gal. But one of the things I thought was hypocritical was that the rules of the Olympians uh, haven't changed over the years, but the rules of our society have. I'm not endorsing marijuana. I used to smoke it every day, all day for years. Uh, I haven't smoked any any weed for uh, probably 50 years now. Uh, I'm not endorsing it. I'm not endorsing alcohol. My dad, uh, there was never a day in his life that I knew him that he didn't drink alcohol. Uh, I didn't think any less of him because of that I didn't know much about alcohol. But I'm just saying that uh, to disqualify her, I thought was tragic in that situation. Disqualified her nonetheless. She was disqualified. And frankly, I'm very surprised and I'm very happy that she's made a comeback and she's trained her way back into top performance. And I'm happy for, her. uh, I don't, I, I'm not endorsing. That doesn't mean I endorse her whole life or anything about her. It, it's her life. If she wants to dress that way, look that way. I mean, she wears a long, I'm amazed that uh, I would think all these things might slow you down. Long eyelashes, the whole thing, man. She's got it going on. And, uh, but when she's, uh, she got it on and I'm actually thrilled for her. And she came up the hard way, baby. And uh, I'm happy for raised by grandma, Betty Harp and an aunt. They don't name her here, but, uh, for her to overcome just like all the stuff we have to overcome, everybody has to overcome something. I mean, I, I was listening to Bobby Kennedy, uh, junior story about how he, kind of came to his moment of dealing with his uh, drug and alcohol abuse and uh, and how he grappled with that and finally decided to become sober and how he every single day deals with that, staying uh, right on the the center of the road, not over there on the curb. And I admire people like that. And we all face things in our lives that threaten to take us down. And we need to, you know, every time I get a chance to cheer somebody on, like I'm 34 days clean, I'm two days clean, I'm 150 days clean, I'm this, I'm that. Uh, I just say, hey, get it on, girl, get it on, guy. Let's let's do this. Let's hold together. Life can get complicated, and people, different people, have different weaknesses, and their struggles. They're like the bent of a tree. When you plant trees, if you plant enough of them, I used to plant orchards. And trees uh, that had a bent to the left or the right, we'd put a stake by them and tie them up <clears throat> till that tree finally got its, uh, you know, remembered how to be straight. 
<laughs> the tree had to remember. So we helped him with a stick by it and, and strapping him to a stick. So we need that in our lives. So uh, anyway, I just want to give a shout out to Shikari Richardson, and I wish her the best, and I hope we have a really great team of uh, athletes. You know what I like about Shikari, different from the soccer team I've been talking about? You know, you might call her a ghetto babe, right, just because she's black. And no dad, or no, no mention of a dad here at all, all women involved in her life, and her mom wasn't. Uh but I, I just love the fact that uh, that she overcame and, and through all the difficulties, she has uh, not just become a good athlete, but just gone to the top of the field. And when she won the race the other day, I think she ran a 10.65, which is the fastest in the world ever, 100. She wrapped her wrapped an American flag around her and was gracious. And I didn't see whether she sang the national anthem or not, but uh, to me, she looked fairly patriotic. Con just exactly the opposite of this despicable soccer team that we paid to travel around the world. And, and they did. I'm not going to even say they represented America. Those people, those women are just the opposite of what America's on. I don't know what they represent. A bad attitude and pissy character. But they don't represent America. But I, I'm on Shikari Richardson team. When those ladies or guys throw that American flag around them and parade around that arena celebrating their accomplishment, I'm right with them. I am right with them. Well, uh, I called uh, the sheriff's department today because I wanted to visit a fellow that's in trouble. And they said to me, well, we, they said, who are you with? I told them I was with the church. They, I'm supposed to have uh, special visiting privileges. And they said, well... We have a, a, a minor case of COVID sprung up in the jail, and so we're not allowing you to have special vi uh, visiting privilege. You have to come in on his normal visiting day, which I couldn't because I'm going to be out of the country. It just What it just brought up to me is how uh, we have never returned to normal. You remember what normal used to be when people just got a cold? And you said, oh, yeah, how you doing today? You don't look like you're doing so good. Oh, I got a cold. And you just weathered the cold. You worked your way through the cold, and then you, you got uncolded. You overcame the cold. Now we can't do that. We got to have an entire society melt down and give everybody a safe space and put masks on and all that baloney. It's all a lie. And so, uh, so now the... In one jail, we're getting ready to do classes. In this other jail in Sutter County, where I was trying to visit somebody, said, "Well, no, we got a little outbreak of COVID." You know what that is, folks? I'm just telling you, it's nothing more than the common cold, and they're making a big deal about it. I'm not talking about the sheriff's department; they're following somebody else's rules over there. So they change everybody's life. They have to quarantine people. They can't, people can't come in and visit. It's really stressful for the inmates. You think, oh, well, screw the inmates. Well, you know something? My, a lot of the people in my life that are good friends and got my back are former inmates who changed their life. So take it easy. One of these days you might be in jail. I don't think Donald Trump ever thought he's going to get booked. So we have... Uh, 
a new strain of COVID. You remember all the strains of COVID? Uh, we started out with COVID-19. Then we got what we call these variants, right? You remember Omicron? Do you remember Delta? Do you remember Alpha? Do you remember Beta? All these variants before we had them. Did you think these were new to the, t- the 2021, 2022, 2023, 2019? Did you think these are all new to there? They aren't. COVID, the reason that there never been, has never been a vaccination for the common cold, which now, the, which we always, the scientists always called it COVID. That's a COVID virus. The reason there was never a vaccine is because it takes years to perfect a vaccine, a safe vaccine. And it takes a matter of months for a cold to morph into another variant, another variant. You can't make vaccines fast enough, but now they're changing the rules and they allow hundreds of thousands of people to die by a, by an injection. That's a poison injection. It's actually bioterrorism. And they're using the common cold, which has been around maybe since the time of Adam and Eve. So the other day, uh, someone said they posted that that we have uh, COVID again. And it isn't. uh, It's the new variant, he said, has been discovered. And it's not COVID, it's, a, it's called another con. Not COVID con, it's called another con. I know it's a joke, but it's all a con. What they're doing with the common cold, they've, they've jacked up and put wheels under the common cold, and they're, they're wanting to control your life. You know what the name of this actually is, not another con? It's called ERIS, E-R-I-S. Do you know what ERIS stands for? I'm not making this stuff up. It's all out there. From mythology, Eris was the goddess of discord. Did COVID cause you some discord? Well, that's what we got is Eris, and that's what's going on right now. I just saw somebody post, oh, I think I got, I think I got, uh, I think I have some COVID or something like that. We're going to talk more about that later. My friend James Edwards, who moved out of California with his extended family, I think they moved about 100 people. It seemed like it. They got an extended family, you got grandkids, and they all moved down on one big piece of property. I don't know what I never can remember the state they're down in by a big old lake. They got a good thing going on. They could just hibernate out there. He said they will be making movies about this fire in Maui down the road, and I wonder if it will be designed to cover for the criminals and or expose them. Folks who followed the government directions died on Maui, and those who didn't survived. No water for the firefighters, no warning sirens, road closures which blocked access to people's escape, possibly more than 1,000 dead, and the vultures moved in faster than the feds who are basically taking a Hawaiian vacation at the five-star resorts on the island. No one will go to jail, and the locals will simply take whatever crappy handout they're offered, which is $700 apiece. After they burned it down, the government burned the sucker down. He says, I hope the truth comes out. James, a great guy, and uh, his mom and dad still live here. And uh, how about this? Here's a warning. It's a warning sign. He said, the lady, said, warning, the lady walking ahead of me sped up, so I did. She began walking faster and faster, so I started walking faster and faster. She started running, 
So I did. I started running. She started screaming. So I started screaming. I don't know what we were running from, but he said, I got all terrified. Didn't that that describe COVID? They just whipped everybody up into a frenzy. And as everybody did one thing, people just followed right in suit and then lectured each other on how to perfect being stupid. Stupid COVID. My friend Randy Mitchell, who runs uh, Uppercut, uh, what do they call it? Social Club, Uppercut Social Club now. Cutting hair, fixing people's hair, making them look pretty, boys and girls. And Randy has been talking about the importance of cash. And I am right with him, baby. When you give up your cash and you, you put everything on a card, that means the government can wipe your card clean and not, not allow you to buy things. They control your life through a card. Oops, I'm, I'm done with the first segment. I'm going to be right back and I'll play a few clips. I'm going to be right back. Hold like tight. Don't you feel like crying? Here I am, oh honey. Come on. In one of your interviews, you said if you became president, you would not take the salary. The what? Your salary. Yeah. I am not going to take a salary. Have, that's an easy one. That's a have, really easy one. Have you considered or thought of taking the money and giving it to the wounded warriors? I would do that anyway. I already do it. I'm back with Jenna Ellis, and we're talking about political targeting and the Georgia case. Jenna, um, you talked about the fact that the left has this kind of scorched earth campaign, uh, not just against Trump, but all the people who they identify to be around Trump or supporting Trump or even legally advocating for Trump. And and the left sometimes tries to give the idea that, you know, it's it's not a campaign against Republicans and it's not a campaign against conservatives. This is because Donald Trump is sort of a mini Hitler that has sort of surfaced in America. So Hitler circa 1933, let's call it. Do you think that this something just personally radioactive about Trump? And so after, let's just say that they get Trump. Will they be satisfied and go, okay, Republicans, now go about your normal business. We're perfectly okay now since we got this one bad guy, the bad apple, if you will. Or do you think that this is really part of a an emerging sort of political intolerance in which basically people right of center are now fair game? It's absolutely political intolerance for anyone who is a conservative or who is a Christian or uh, who is a parent, for example, who wants to know what goes on in their child's uh, school curriculum. And what we've seen is that this isn't just a political targeting against Donald Trump and his allies. This is against anyone who's willing to stand up against the leftist narrative in any sphere. We've seen pastors who were targeted like my own client out of Los Angeles, California, Pastor John MacArthur, who opened his church against a, a regime in Los Angeles County in the state of California that tried to criminalize his actions and threatened him with jail time and severe fines for simply opening his church in the middle of the pandemic narrative that was false when big box stores, marijuana dispensaries, strip clubs were open, but they were targeting pastors and churches. And thankfully, we won uh, that lawsuit and we have a permanent injunction 
action now against the state of California. Um, but but that was a legal battle that was very expensive that we had to go through. And then there were pastors in Canada that were literally jailed for their faith. We've seen uh, pastors that have been targeted outside of Planned Parenthood for simply standing up for pro-life. We've seen parents being put on the FBI and domestic terrorism watch list. I mean, this is way beyond just Donald Trump. This is the left trying to systematically not only dismantle the institutions of government and what meaningful justice actually represents, what the Constitution's protections actually supply to Americans, but they are targeting their political opponents in every single sphere. And if we don't stand up and say no, in the United States of America, this cannot, cannot, not just shouldn't, but this cannot happen, then we will cease to be in a country that we once knew. And I am not saying this hyperbolically, I'm saying this literally that the targeting of Americans just for political perspectives and standing up for the truth has been prolific. If you look at what Jim Jordan's weaponization of government committee is revealing about the coordination from the Biden administration to target conservative speech and censor them against the constitutionally protected right of speech. I mean, all of this is trying to dismantle the uh, the systematic constitutional protections in America. I mean, what you're saying is that our very status as a free society hangs in the balance, depends upon how we deal with this issue. And I think you're quite right. I mean, there are pro-lifers, for example, who are not Trumpsters per se. In fact, they're focused kind of on that issue. They've been hauled up. They've been charged with violating the FACE Act, supposedly obstructing access, even though they didn't obstruct anything. They're just protesting outside a Planned Parenthood clinic. And I can foresee a future in which parents who say, you know, I'm not going to let my son transition from male to female could be prosecuted as if they're violating this kid's civil rights. And so, in other words, we can see where this is going if this train is not stopped, right? Absolutely. And we're seeing that as well with how the left is uh, weaponizing this term insurrection and they're labeling the incident on January 6th and calling it persistently insurrection so that they can weaponize the 14th Amendment and target not only President Trump, but members of Congress. And they already have attempted that with various lawsuits, like in the state of Georgia, uh, where there was a, a lawsuit targeting uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. And thankfully, she won that lawsuit. But I don't see uh, those lawyers that are charged with being a criminal enterprise and racketeering uh, just because they made a legal argument in court and they did not prevail. But this is the kind of persistent uh, weaponization that the left is attempting. They're trying to redefine everything in their favor, and they're trying to literally criminalize a conservative conduct. If you're looking for somebody to fix your problems, and if your problems are various types of tools and implements and writing this and doing that and off-road vehicles and jet skis and lawnmowers, riding lawnmowers, small tractors, power tools, chainsaws, 
all kinds of power tools that you think, ah, oh, the switch is broke on this power tool. This is broke on this power tool. Take it over to All Power Services, and they will make it like new. Take it in all funky and everything. They'll give it back to you all new. They got Will Fanning, Josh James are tagging up again. Josh is back in town. And then they got some other cohorts over there. They're, are, they're looking for good people all the time. And they're just fixing stuff as fast as they can and giving it back to the public. So you can reach them if you want to call them first at 530-844-0347. That's 844-0347. You can text or call. And they're over here at 1469 Stewart Road. That's just south of the city of Yuba City, out in the farm area, just a tad out there. And so you can go down Highway 99 towards the south and hang a right toward the going west and and within about three minutes off the highway you're right there in their yard 1469 stewart road yuba city and they will fix your products you can call as i mentioned 530-844-0347 will fanning will the owner will likely answer the phone or take your text and you can also email him if you want at allpower1469 at gmail.com if your car got in a crunch you can take them over to Allen's Auto Body. That's where some of us take ours at the corner. This is in Yuba City as well on Sutter Street, right where Tea Garden crosses. There's a bright yellow auto parts, uh, not auto parts, but auto body repair shop there. And that's Kevin and Kerry Clark and Sons. And they will do you right. They will make your car look like it never got hurt. So that's Allen's Auto Body. And you can reach them on a landline at 530 671 1057 that's 671 1057 so um i wanted to mention cash is king and i just want to remind you to keep some cash on hand because there may be a day when you go to the bank a couple that happened to me a couple times during covid i went over to get some cash and uh you couldn't go in the bank you had to stand outside remember that you had to stand outside so i'd go through the drive-through and uh a couple of times I went over there, the bank was just closed. Middle of the week, middle of the day, closed. They said, we're closed today. Go over to the other, our other branch over here. So this says cash is king. It says cash is our preferred method of payment. With cash, we retain 100% of its value. The card processing companies get nothing. The big banks get nothing. Support your local independent business by paying by cash and keeping cash alive. Do you remember during COVID? Did you feel like there was all kinds of things being piled onto the COVID controversy, the con job? You remember going into the grocery store and they say, oh, well, we don't have any, we don't have any change today. You remember that? Oh, yeah, it's total ripoff. And they said, uh, just uh, pay us a little bit more. We don't have any change, though. You can just overpay us or pay with a card, right? So they were just forcing people to get off cash. I'm telling you, cash keeps you independent and free. Cash, cash, cash. You can pay people money, and the government doesn't know about it. If you do a deal on the side in the neighborhood with a friend, why does the government need to know everything, every move you make? Once you go onto the cards, the government knows every move you make, every type of thing you buy, and, uh, and, and the people you hang out with. So let's support cash. Cash is king, as the person said. All right. Um, let's see. 
I want to. This guy wrote this article. He said, "What we learned from the first round of the COVID hysteria." I had a, a lunch with a, a, a friend of mine, new friend, and uh, named Andrew Serafini. He's married to Renee, and they are up here, moved up here from San Diego, and they are a great addition to the community. And we were talking just about this and uh, the effect of the global con on all the communities in the world. So this guy wrote this article. He said, globalist predators, that's what they are. By the way, the banking system, when you do everything over a credit card, they're making a little bit of money on every transaction. Every day, even local banks are making, there's millions of transactions. Boom, 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 that are going through those banks. They're making a few bucks on every single one of them, depending on the purchase. Banks are cashing in on this electronic gig. Said global's predators are banking on us having short memories, but knowledge is power, and we can shut down COVID hysteria 2.0 if we enact Operation Peaceful Noncompliance. So people have been posting on Facebook, I'm not going to comply. Okay, okay, well, we'll see. The brilliant constitutional attorney, John Whitehead, I, John's been around for years, and um, John Whitehead has argued that the U.S. Constitution has effectively been ended, terminated. Does that shock you? Maybe you don't even know anything about the Constitution. Maybe you think it doesn't make any difference that we have a Constitution or not. Why would he say that it's been terminated? Did they take a vote? No. What they did is they just ignored it and nobody called them on it. Do you wonder why Republicans, if you're a conservative, why you, vote, why you would even vote for a Republican? They don't do anything. They, they have never stood up for the Constitution as a group. Can you name, other than Donald Trump, anybody in the, Constitu in the uh, conservative party that stood up for the, the life of the unborn? We had a lot of conservative presidents. They never came down to the rally at the, uh, you know, in the, uh, the big uh, Washington Memorial Square. I'm telling you, they're all talk. Whitehead first made this observation in a column posted on his website in 2022. He said it again in 2023 in an interview with CBN News. The Constitution has been terminated. He said that's a big statement from a man I trust, the writer says, and it got me thinking, how did it really happen? He says, what is the Constitution anyway? Well, it's a legal safeguard, a system of boundaries meant to protect us against evildoers seeking to take over our country and dominate us. Yes, evil is always present, but at least in America, we had a thing called the Constitution and its vaunted Bill of Rights. It was our ultimate fire break or fire wall against the tyranny of men. But after years of infiltration of our major institutions, what are those? Schools, universities, churches, the media, government, and a couple of major crises in, in 9-1-1, And the COVID pandemic, the Constitution was subverted. When they couldn't get favorable court rulings, the globalists and their useful idiots found workarounds cleverly claiming they had extra constitutional emergency powers. You remember Gavin Newsom in California said, you know, I'm, I'm declaring an emergency. And usually those emergencies had to be re-voted on every few days, every week. He just ignored it for years. He just ignored the legislature of the state of California, and he just called the shots right from the Oval Office over there.
The legislative branch, Congress, set back and allowed this evisceration to happen at the executive level. That happened in California, and that happened in the United States of America. Did you ever hear Doug LaMalfa say anything representing us here? Did you ever hear any of these people? Did you ever hear uh, any of these big shots back there during COVID that, that are supposedly conservatives throw down against our government? This guy said, once the Constitution has been terminated, all the other safeguards fall like dominoes. All the established gears, all the establishment gears up for COVID hysteria number two. Let's not forget what we learned by living through the first version. He calls it an atrocity. Have you forgotten what it was like? He said, we learned during COVID that the medical doctors were not pristine, incorruptible saints up on a societal pedestal where we had placed them. Man, I thought they were. That was a mirage, he said. The medical doctors of today are effectively following orders and working for a paycheck. Their vaunted Hippocratic oath is terminated. In fact, of those who refused to violate that sacred oath to do no harm, most of them lost their jobs in 2021 when they boldly advised their patients and the world not to take the new generation of the genetic jabs. And the medical establishment is continuing to strip them of their hard-earned medical licenses. Do you know that the Centers for Disease Control, which is not a government-run organization, it's run by Big Pharma, is still promoting the jab. Do you know that they're still promoting the jab in Yuba Sutter County Health Department? Do you think that, do you think, uh, you remember you voted for supervisors to protect you? Do you think they're going to do anything about it? They're not going to do Jack Diddley about it because they just aren't doing their job. You think, oh, well, maybe they're confused. Maybe, maybe, maybe. If they're confused about their job, they need to resign. I get a kick out of these guys. They get in there. Oh, we want to vote for me. I'm your man. Then they get, oh, this job's so hard. Oh, I got to work, work, work. They don't even have time to read, uh, read the packets before the board meeting. Oh, this is so, oh, we work our fingers to the bone. Oh, 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 oh. They need to quit and let somebody in there that doesn't complain that can get the job done and actually protect the citizens. If I was on the board of supervisors, I'd tell Dr. Lou to stop to take those injections and shove them up her rear end, that's what I'd tell her. I'd say, I don't want any of those injections. I want all the signs to come down, and I don't want any of those experimental injections offered in our community. Boom. No endorsement. Check this out. The vaunted medical professionals charged with doing no harm denied men, women, and children life-saving organ transplants and other medical procedures. Did you know that? During COVID, you know why they did it? Because they weren't vaccinated. Do you think the vaccination would have helped them on those procedures? Not at all. Going to make them sick and die and kill them. As a result, many people died because they didn't get their transplants. The Make-A-Wish Foundation, you ever heard about this? Don't give money to Make-A-Wish. Listen to this. They denied a dying child's final wish. You know why? He wouldn't go get vaccinated. Why would you vaccinate a kid that that's going to die in a month or two from cancer. Why would you do that? And because he won't take the jab, that's just absolute. That's worse than the Nazis people. How about this? We learned that the Nuremberg code was over 
Do you remember the Nuremberg? Have you ever read the Nuremberg Code? Oh, baby, I've read it numbers of times. I've printed it out. I've done all kinds of things with it. It's fascinating. In fact, I was suggesting on the radio, and I still do, that Dr. Lou needs to be tried and uh, found guilty. And she needs to be sentenced according to the Nuremberg Code. This was the international law that came out of World War II and guaranteed that we had the right to informed consent before taking any new or experimental medical treatment. It was established to prevent new Dr. Mingles. That's who we have. We don't have Dr. Lou. Dr. Lou, I think, isn't even a real doctor. She is a Dr. Mingala. And it keeps new people from experimenting on humans as if they were little more than a lab mice. But again, if doctors and nurses do not agree to violate the Nuremberg Code, they risk losing their jobs. What else did we learn? We learned that the spiritual integrity of most of our church leaders was terminated. Now, I, I, I got uh, converted uh, in uh, 1971, and I was not raised as a church boy. And I was on, living on the wild side, and I got converted, and I didn't know what church was like. So the last 50 years, I've, I've, had, uh, I've been learning about church. And he says, we learned that the spiritual integrity of most of our church leaders was terminated. That's, that's just a gnarly, that's a gnarly statement, and I agree with it. If we could trust anyone, it would be our pastors and religious leaders, right, he says. Wrong again, folks like Frank, Franklin Graham. Franklin Graham took the jab, bang, had a heart attack. Franklin Graham, Pope Francis, Robert Jeffries, the Christian Broadcasting Network, and thousands and thousands of nameless, faceless pastors all let us down. They closed their houses of worship at a time when they were needed more than ever. They not only promoted the death shots, they endorsed the death shots. They mercilessly bashed some of us who tried to warn the world that this was all part of a depopulation agenda, which it is. It's bioterrorism, people. And they openly advocated by the same experts advocating the shots. To this day, I'm not aware that any of them have repented for their reckless comments. I don't know. There's probably 150 churches in this Yuba Sutter area, and only two churches that I know of, Praise Chapel with Chris Madsen and Dave Bryan's uh, Church of Glad Tidings. The rest of them, you know, they just, they're proud of the fact that they shut down. They're more proud that they're, they're communists is what they are. They're not church people. The government is running. The, the government is telling them how to have a meeting. Oh, you got to sit like this. Oh, you can't sing. Oh, you can't do this. You can't gather. No, we can't gather right now. That's a super spreader event. These people are nuts, these pastors. I never liked them anyway. To start off with, I never liked the pastoral group. I'd rather hang out with some of my do old doper friends. They're a lot more fun and a lot more real. We thought of the other thing he says, we thought if all else failed, if everything else failed, the military would save us. Did you ever think that? I thought, I thought, we got some good people in the military. I thought, man. <clears throat> God bless the military people, right? They got our back. But the military brass proved itself to be not only corrupt, but the leader of the whole corrupt cabal that is destroying America and the world. They're all involved in it. 
They led Operation Warp Speed under Don Trump, and they are leading the permanent Office of Pandemic Preparedness and Response created in July by Joe Biden. Listen to this. The research that created the deadly bioweapons, they're not shots, people. They're bioweapons. Masquerading as vaccines was largely initiated. Have you ever heard of DARPA? It's the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. Do you realize that DARPA created, under DARPA, that's how we got to weaponize COVID. A COVID that was stronger than normal. It's the secret research arm of the U.S. military. He says, sorry to pop your bubble. That's the truth. We made it in a lab. And Fauci paid doctors with millions of dollars in grants to say that, no, 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 it didn't happen in the lab. It, it was just, it just evolved out of the wet market. <laughs> Fauci is a criminal. You think Hitler, Fauci in the end will have done more damage to society than Hitler did. We learned that the university system is completely corrupt. All universities, including almost all Christian universities, following, followed the dictates of evil men like Fauci in lockstep. This should not surprise us. Most of them rely on federal financial funding to keep their enrollment up and pay their professors. So they were not going to buck any order coming down from Washington about masks and shot. Like you cannot come here and finish off your career or your your, uh, bachelor's or master's or doctorate unless you take the jab. I had college students. We were protesting on Pluma Street and college students from Chico State were pulling up on their motorbikes. And saying and telling us how because we were protesting the jab and all that stuff, and they were saying how they had to take the jab and it made them sick. These youngsters, but they took the jab so they could go finish at Chico State. Pressure, pressure, pressure all all over the community. Corporate America is a corrupt, also, and the small business community largely was docile or sleepy or passive and complicit. The corporate titans who play on Wall Street are pure evil because most are funded by who? Entities like BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, whose values are ingrained in the Luciferian, listen to me, Luciferian, that satanic ESG environment. It's all the woke stuff. And the social credit scoring system. China has it full bore. I'm telling you, I'm talking about, remember I told you cash is king? The social credit system is coming, and they're going to tell you, oh, you can't go to Nevada. Oh, you can't go to the Grand Canyon. Oh, you can't go visit the Washington Memorial. Oh, you can't go there because of your behavior. You're a radical. As employees and customers of these corrupt institutions, we let them mask us, test us repeatedly, and take our temperatures Then shoot us up with an unknown chemical substance. But how many independently owned restaurants and shops also played along? How many put those face masks required signs on the doors? How many placed those X's on the floors to mark where we had to stand socially controlled? Lockstep communist Nazis. I'm coming right back. We'll do our third segment in just a minute. There must be some kind of way out of here Said a joker to the thief 
there's too much confusion I can't get no relief First of all, you'll never prove at trial that Trump thought the election wasn't rigged. It's all he talks about to this day. But even so, if lying about an election was illegal, then you'd have to charge the entire Democrat Party. How can you win with Russian interference, though? That's, That's a real what thing. I'm scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. If Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election. And he was put in office because the Russians interfered. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. I believe he knows he's an illegitimate president. Conspiracy to defraud can be used to charge just about any political gang. I've got to read the whole thing. It's just so good. The failed district attorney of Fulton County, Atlanta, Fannie Willis, insisted on a 200000 bond from me. I assumed, therefore, that she thought I was a flight risk. I'd fly far away, maybe, maybe to Russia, 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 share a gold-domed suite with Vladimir, never to be seen or heard from again. Would I be able to take my very understated airplane with the gold Trump affixed for all to see? Probably not. I'd be much better off flying commercial. I'm sure nobody would recognize me. <laughs> He's exactly right. Like, what are they... They're talking about mugshotting him down Atlanta, bail so he doesn't abscond. This is a joke, right? But the fact that he can mock that what's happening to him, you know, a criminal case that actually could see him behind bars, is part of the reason why people are very loyal to him and love him, in part because of these indictments. I have a major update coming out of Washington, D.C. and the state of Georgia. District Attorney Fannie Willis, the one that has uh, indicted former President Donald Trump, has now become the probe uh, or the center of a probe from GOP House Republicans. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan has written a letter to Fannie Willis questioning her and demanding that she respond with whether she coordinated with the U.S. Federal Justice Department, whether she's had any conversations with special counsel Jack Smith, who's also attempting to indict and imprison Donald Trump, and whether she used any federal tax money to uh, go after the former president. Now, we know that she ran her campaign on being able to arrest Donald Trump. She's been able to do that. He's been indicted. That does not mean that he's guilty. That doesn't mean that he's going to jail. That's why he was, uh, they took a mugshot, fingerprints, read him what they were coming after him for, and then he was released. But now the tables have turned. Republicans are now investigating whether she is part of something, and they're threatening to subpoena her and bring her in under oath to see if she has been colluding. At the same time, Miss Willis has had old Facebook posts that people have gone in and found 
where she actually questioned the election in Georgia and the integrity of the election in Georgia. The very same thing that she's indicting the former president on. So this is a developing story. It's a major twist. House Republicans are going after Fannie Willis to see if she has been colluding with federal people to go after a former president. There's something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, watch that sound Everybody look what's going down All right, third segment, third out of six, if you're new to this. If you need some legal help, I was talking to a lady today on the phone, Yanelli Garcia. She runs North Valley Paralegal. We were touching base about a couple matters. And um, she's over there in Yuba City, 1110 Civic Center Boulevard, Suite 202A. And she can do all kinds of things. Every time she opens her mouth, I think, oh, I didn't know you did that. Oh, I didn't know you did that. She said, oh, yeah, Lou, we could change deeds. We could do trusts. We can do uh, wills. We can We can help with probate. We can do all these things. You know, the nice thing about it is you the the big secret is you don't need to use an attorney for most of your legal needs. And that that's a big mouthful. I'm saving you hundreds of dollars an hour. If you go to North Valley Paralegal, give them a call at 530-751-9289, 751-9289. Make an appointment, 1110 Civic Center Boulevard, just right across from the sheriff's office in Sutter County or or right in the city of Yuba City, um, right across the street, Suite 202A, and give them a shout, and they will help you. Also, I was just talking to Dr. Cassidy about an hour ago, maybe maybe three hours ago, actually. We were talking about a guy that was in jail that his dad, I talked to his dad in Washington State, and he said, my son's in jail and he's struggling with fentanyl. I'm telling you, uh, Dr. Cassidy and I are helping people get off the streets. The government of the of Yuba Sutter, the behavioral health, has got a lousy approach to getting people off drugs. And they're spending all our money hiring all these people, but they're not they're they're having really poor outcomes. So if you'll if you are struggling with any drugs or any alcohol or tobacco. What Doc and I are doing is trying to get you to go in and get a physical, talk to him, and let him talk over your situation. We'll see what we, what, what you need, whether you need some medication or whether we need to get you into a rehab or whatever. So he's over at Peachtree Health. You can reach them at 530-749-3242. 749-3242. Sometimes you get on the line there and you wait and wait and wait. So if you can't wait, then I'm going to give you a cell number to text during the day once please follow directions dr cassidy's cell number is 530-682-8648 682-8648 and just text him your name and just put the word addiction and your phone number and that's it just leave it there if you wait for a while and he doesn't call back then call me or text me and i will work on the whole thing for you to get it get you appointment and get you squared away okay so my number is 530-713-1838, 713-1838. Listen, there's people dying darn near every day 
from fentanyl because fentanyl isn't just in a little baggie called fentanyl. It's mixed in all kinds of drugs. I was talking to the kids at Juvenile Hall sitting there talking on a Monday night or so ago. <laughs> and I was saying, listen, uh, back in the day, you could smoke some bud or weed or marijuana and you could just get a little buzz on and then eventually just go home and take a snooze. And now if there's some fentanyl sprinkled in there that nobody tells you about, all of a sudden you could get uh, your heart stopped by it. It's time to wake up, folks. Dangerous out there. You think you're taking an Oxy? You buy an Oxy from somebody, you buy a uh, Norco. Uh, and it's really not an Oxy or a Norco. It's actually fentanyl. It's a fake fentanyl pill. Uh, or it's a fake Oxy or fake, but it's a fentanyl pill disguised as an oxy or narco and it kills you uh, i'm just telling you how it is uh, you can just go out and be innocently going to get a little buzz on and be like your parents going out for a vodka cocktail and somebody spiking it with something right that's what's going on so we we uh i want to get back on this covid thing because i think this is very interesting i'm preparing you for the next another con so corporate America is corrupt. That's why I've switched my shopping as much as I can to local shops. I even go to local gas stations if I can to support local owners, local shops, spending cash when I can. And uh, so he says, how many, how many of these local people forced mask mandates on you? They put X's on the floor, just pissed me off going into grocery stores and people standing on these little X's like robots. How many of us stood on the X's? The guy says like school children ordered to stand in the corner. Worst of all, how many businesses shut their doors for weeks or months at a time uh, on the word of a corrupt state or local health director? That would be Fong Lu. Randy Mitchell is still going to court and they're suing him for over $120,000 for keeping his barber shops open to cut hair because he could not he didn't have the barbers did not have enough money to feed their babies you know something the whole community should show up at court in auburn to support randy it's criminal that they're suing him it's it, he is not the i said somebody the other day oh yeah i heard about randy mitchell i said what do you mean you heard about randy mitchell have you heard about governor newsom the criminal the nazi the criminals are in Sacramento, people. People have a right to feed their children. People have a right to earn money to feed their children. The government does not have a right to close their doors. There is no right. That, I'm tell, that's why this guy says the Constitution is toast. He, this guy says, worst of all, how many businesses shut their doors for weeks or months, etc., etc.? While Walmart, Target, Costco were allowed to stay open. Somebody the other day, we were driving by Costco, and they, they just said a derogatory word about Costco. They did not like Costco. Because why? Because they're a part of the corrupt government of the United States of America. You think, oh, Costco, I'm really into Costco. Oh, yeah, they got some really cool stuff. You got no idea what you're talking about. You, you, got, you do not have American DNA in you. They were allowed to stay open, indignant. They, they purposely crushed your neighbors, and you're okay with it. You're, you're as bad as the government. If you are okay with that, and you're going to, like, feast on Costco, 
and screw these small stores. You deserve everything you get in Nazi America, California. If these small businesses had thumbed their noses at the criminal cabal trying to illegally order them around, do you think really, do you really think that the state police and sheriffs would have rounded them all up and put them in jail? The local sheriffs were not going to round them up. Our local sheriffs in Yuba and Sutter County, they were not. And the local DAs were not going to come out against them. But the business owners just folded like flaky cards. The small business alone had the power to break the lockdowns, but the churches had a, had the opportunity to break the lockdowns and just said, nope, we're not going to, we're going to have service this Sunday. Nope. We're going to have Wednesday night service. We're meeting. We're not wearing masks. We're not insisting on masks. We're not going to stand far apart. We're not going to stop hugging people. They need a hug. You know, we were willing to allow people to commit suicide and relapse rather than hug them. And encourage them and go meet with them. We just said, no, no, no. Well, we got we to gotta obey the government. So just go over there and get depressed and die. And uh, we'll give you a good Christian burial. That was the pastor's view. Morbid bunch. Sick bunch. They smell like mothballs, these pastors. The small business alone had the power to break the back of it. In short, there were the, the small businesses... I hate to say this, but here's what happened. The small businesses and the churches were cowards. And I, you know, they won't admit it. The pastors loved not going to church on Sunday. They didn't want to go either. They wanted to just sit back, read their Bible, eat a sandwich, and go on to, on their computer and, and act like they're big old intellectual, you know, teach. Oh, yeah, you know, we're going to Zoom. We're going to teach on on Genesis this week. Oh, we're going to actually pray for people this week. Everybody put, put their hands in the air. I'm going to put my hand on the computer screen and get you healed. These people are so full of crap, totally out of line. The Easter bunny churches, they're all the chocolate Easter bunny, Easter eggs. We are, I, I, I can't wait for these pastors to go up and explain the Easter egg hunts and chocolate bunnies to Jesus when they go to heaven, if they make it. He said, hey, what was up with that egg, and the chocolate thing and the egg thing? We're like, were you like hoping people to get horny? <laughs> horny on Easter? Oh, baby. Uh, the left, they said that left the handful who did try to make a stand vulnerable and easy to shut down by power drunk authorities who showed themselves to be illegitimate. You know what they did? They sued a number of churches up and down California. They didn't sue Glad Tidings, or they didn't sue Chris Madsen's church, but they sued these churches down in um, in the L.A. area, a couple of them. You know who won? The churches won. It should have shamed every church that shut down. I, I, I hope that, it, that I don't know whether we're even going to have history if this thing winds down and we have the end of all things. The way history should portray this is the cowardly, uh, hopeless, disgusting churches shutting down. The churches, we're supposed to pray for the sick. How are you going to do that? You're going to pray for it over Zoom? Oh, come on, people. That's why people don't even want to do Jesus. They'll do church. Oh, yeah, they'll come to your little 30-minute sermon. Yeah, 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 a little song. Raise your hands, dance back and forth. A little 30-minute sermon, and you go eat, eat some popcorn and go eat a turkey sandwich or something. 
Come on, people. That's not following Jesus. You're going to compare yourself to the disciples? Oh, please. He said the media would never uncover corruption and expose it so it doesn't happen again, right? Or they said the media would uncover corruption and expose it. If they did, it would never happen again. The media could have stopped it. The sheriffs could have stopped it. The sheriffs could have said to the health officer, knock it off. They did some here. I know they they stood up against the health officer here and stopped her in some areas. Thank God. The journalistic code of ethics is gone. I, 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 I don't even I don't even have a TV hooked up, but I watch it sometimes through YouTube. And I just thought that last 10 minutes, they didn't say one truthful thing. That was all propaganda. Big Pharma, non-government organizations like the Gates Foundation, they have bought off the media. They've just given millions of dollars to, this is what we want to say, this is what we want you to say about COVID. Don't be saying it's this. We want you to say this. Wear masks, do this, do that. They pay for that. They don't need to buy an ad. They just give them a few million dollars each. Every every uh, media company took the money. Fox. Please don't even bring up Fox to me. At, at its height of conservatism, Fox still had big, big problems. They're done. They're toast. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, why? Honestly, people, there's nothing. Just get rid of your TV set. Any organization that bucked the trend and decided to independently verify facts in an effort to maintain journalistic integrity was branded by pre Selected fact checkers, these liars on on uh, Facebook and YouTube, with the dreaded euphemism for truth that was pre-approved at event two zero one in October two nineteen. Did you realize that the entire dogma and scenario and narrative was all pre-planned at event two zero one in October two nineteen? Do you know where that happened? Johns Hopkins. Universities, one of the most prestigious universities in the U.S. They planned this entire thing with a straight face. The euphemistic branding was mis or disinformation. Uh, real reporters who still remembered what journalism was supposed to be, they were summarily fired blackballed, censored, silenced, leaving us with nothing but mindless mockingbirds. These people, I don't care how foxy they are looking or handsome, they are mindless little hookers. They're propaganda hookers who were willing to sell their souls to the devil to keep their jobs. The pastors sold their souls to the devil. They can teach out of the Bible 24 hours a day. They are sold out, baby. Oh, yeah, somebody's telling me today he couldn't find a church to go to down in San Diego. He talked to all these pastors. Hey, how come you aren't speaking against the government? Tyranny, all this stuff. Like the Black Robe Regiment in the early colonies. He's, oh, we're just preaching Jesus, man. Oh, come on. They need to be jack slapped. So we need to take them out back, beat them down, and send them home with a black eye. It's a bunch of baloney. It's interesting, you know, the guys we read about in the Bible were constantly in jail. How come we don't 
criticize him for constantly violating the law and getting put in jail. Peter, John, Paul, Stephen gets stoned by the government. Oh, come on, people. It's okay for them. But you got to Zoom. We're going to Zoom, baby. Oh, yeah, you can put your little pajamas on, little pastor, you know, obese pastor, little chunky boy. Just get down there and, and like, Talk all, talk all intellectual and stuff. Oh, yeah. But you're like hiding behind the big G, not God, government. You're all tied in the government. God does not control your life or guide you. The government does, just like they do over in China. They tell you what to preach, what you can't preach, when you can go to church, when you can't go to church. How many people you can have in there? I went over to the Hmong church and checked them out during COVID. We were going to try to help them paint their church. And he said, oh, yeah, we can't have a bunch of guys over here painting because the Fong Lu that we can only have a few people on the campus. And inside they had all these pews taped off. You can't sit in these pews. Listen, people, that's the government telling you you have to remove the pews. You got you to put tape all over them, put stuff in them. Put cellophane over or some screwy stuff. Even our government officials covered in our courtrooms. That's where I saw it. The courtrooms had all kinds of crap stuffed in the seats. Oh, my God. These are supposed to be the sharpest people in our community, and they actually were the stupidest. A kid, a young kid would have more common sense than that than our, our superior court judges. They covered all the seats. Oh, you can only sit one every six seat or something. Oh, yeah. And everybody had to have a face diaper. I thought, oh, my gosh. How horrible. I would not want to have my name written with that group of judges. It says, so having lived through round one and being privy to all of the above information, what will we do with that? What are you going to do when, when Eris... The Discord goddess comes down. You're going to like embrace Eris Adventure Church? Are you going to embrace Eris uh, Nazarene Church, Calvary Christian Center, and all those? You're going to embrace it, baby? You're going to Baptist churches? You're going to embrace Eris? <laughs> Tell your people to flee and hide. Call me. I'll pray, pray, pray for you from home. We, don't have, we can't lay hands on people anymore because it's against the rules. The burden lies with us, he said. The ball is in our court. The same cast of characters are eager to throw us all right back into the panic mode for another round of mandates, testing protocols. You want to stick up your nose again, partner? Pastor going to lead you all. Oh, everybody, go get tested. Get a stick up your nose. Hope it doesn't poke into your brain. We're going to go for social distancing, lockdowns, devastating shots. Bioterrorism. If we... He said, if we comply, once again, the globalists will finish off the last remnants of free enterprise in our economy and the last vestige of individual freedom in our society. You know, in Russia, when I was there right after the fall of communism, about 1889 or 90 or something like that, you know, the only stores were big box stores. There was no little small businesses. They were big box stores. That's all they offered, just like we have. The big box stores have been taken over by the government. No, the government's name isn't on them, but they tell them everything they got to do, what time they start, how much they pay, overtime pay, insurances, all these things. They tell them exactly what to do, and then they'll reward them for it. 
But they can't control these small businesses. So in Russia, they eliminate all the small businesses and they have just big stores. And you know what you have to do? Just like you did in COVID, you stood in line and you waited and you waited and you waited and you didn't even get to shop around. They just said, what do you want? Give us a list. You gave them a list. You didn't get to choose between one bread and another, one can of beans and another, this and another. They just brought it out to you after you fronted the money and you went on your way happily or you got your your uh, jib slapped. Will we let them do it to us again, or can you answer that question right now? As for me and my house, we are enacting Operation Peaceful Noncompliance. I, my house, it's like we're going to serve God. <laughs> we're not going to serve the government. We'll be right back. We finish halfway through the show. we got three more segments to go. I'm a private investigative forensical analysis guy and amateur Taekwondo competitor, and I have irrefutable proof that Michelle Obama is a man. The Obamas don't think you know, and they don't want you to know, but I know that you do know. Just take a look at these Photoshop pictures. You can clearly see beneath Michelle Obama's dress is a bushel of male genitals. And then also look how the male genitals are a circle. That's a black circle. And even more compelling, there is an arrow drawn pointing to the male genitals. You can't make this stuff up, people. Oh, Michelle's a woman? Really? Well, how do you explain this? Take a look at this picture of young Barack Obama. You might be asking, who is that lovely young lady with a mustache that he has his arm around? Answer, Big Mike. But then if you cross-reference that with a green dress picture, you might realize it's the little Mike. Dude, have you ever seen the size of Michelle Obama's back? But the plot recently thickens because we find out that Barack Obama himself is gay. The New York Post said that Obama's biographer said that his ex-girlfriend said that he said he makes love to men every day in his imagination. And that's four degrees of separation. That's corroborated evidence. And now we consider, does it make sense that a man who fantasizes about making love every day to men in his imagination would in fact actually be married to a man so he can make love to that man every day in reality? Game, set, match. But we've known he's been gay. Not only does he fantasize about making love to men, but he dresses all neat and he probably plays pickleball. The evidence has been right there in front of us this entire time. Obama is very gay, which proves Michelle Obama is a man so that they can do gay things together. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I bet Obama has monkeypox. I think Trump knew all this and he was gonna release the files. That's why they've been politically persecuting him so hard. You know how Obama's name has never been brought up in connection with Epstein? Exactly. Epstein was dealing with young girls, not young boys, which means Obama was not involved, which proves Obama is gay. You still don't believe me? Take a look at this evidence. Did you write that? I don't know. I haven't done the handwriting analysis yet. And then we must consider the chef who is dead. 
What did the chef see that he can't unsee that someone else saw him see? Was Michelle in an untucked moment? Answer, definitely yes. The chef knew everything and now he's dead. Do you know who else knew everything and is now dead? Joan Rivers. Take a look at this. And do you think that the country will see the first, the United States will see the first gay president or the first woman well, we president? have it with Obama, so let's just calm down. Got it. You know Michelle is a trans. I'm sorry, she's a what? A transgender. We all know. Oh my gosh. One Joan Rivers herself knew that Obama is gay and Michelle is a trans man. And Joan Rivers didn't live too long after that. They killed her. And consider this, there is a reason why Obama took down Saddam Hussein. Saddam? Sodomize? Obama was clearly trying to kill his inner truth because he was afraid to come out of the closet. I think it was George Bush who took down Saddam Hussein, not Obama. Now you're just being homophobic. I've been working hard on this case, putting together conclusive proof that Michelle Obama is a man and Obama is gay. I've dedicated my whole life working on this case for about the past hour and a half. And now the proof is in. Fact. Without all these lies and corruption, there's truly nothing wrong. The last thing I want to say is, Michael, we know who you are. Please come out, live your truth, and get you a job with Bud Light. All right, we're in our fourth segment, and uh, you know when you're—I was checking under my house today. Uh, had a, my house is built up on a foundation, you know. So I shined a flashlight under there. Do you know why? Because it wasn't too many months ago. I had a broken line, sewage line, and my whole house underneath was full of, it was a lake under there. It's a mess. So uh, once we got it all fixed, I had all kinds of people over here, plumbers over here, contractors over here, repairing stuff, tearing out walls, looking for the problem, finally solved the whole thing. And uh, so if you have a problem with your plumbing, sometimes it's a plumbing, plumbing problem coming into the house, water coming in. It ain't coming in right. It's leaking somewhere. We got a leak. Sometimes it's getting the water out of the house. Sometimes it's leaking in the house from coming from one story into the next story. Problems. When you have these problems, you you can like solve them with it. You know, you can try to do it yourself. And I admire people that are that are handy. But sometimes you just got to get it done. And uh, one of those people can do a great job. They've been here for over 40 years. Amazing. I'm so proud of people like this. Thrifty Rooters, the people I'm talking about. And they serve Yuba Sutter Butte, Nevada, Calusa. And even down in the Placer County, they serve the city of Lincoln. So whether you have you're out there in the urban area or you're in a rural area and you got a septic system, they do all of that. They do the city plumbing, they do the country plumbing. And they know what they're doing and they can get it all done quick. So there's a lot of ways you can contact. If you're like a computer geek, 
and you like to just look things up and shoot them a memo, you can do that at thriftyrooter.net. Very simple, thriftyrooter.net. They have a whole menu of items they do. You can check it off, bang, 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 just hit click, 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 and then put your name, phone number, etc., and shoot them a memo, boom, right off their website, thriftyrooter.net. Or you could just do old school. You think, ah, I'm, I'm not too good on the computer or it's problems or I don't want to fire it up. I'm just going to dial them up fast. Old school, 530-673-8201. Let me do that one more. 530-673-8201. People tell me they get there pretty darn fast. I, I run into their trucks posted all over the, the two-county area that I'm in. I'm in the Yuba Sutter County area. But they get it. They get it going on, and they do a great job. So, also want to, you know, if you live downtown Marysville, man, I'm telling you, it's Zombieville down here. I don't know if you've seen the Ellis Lake Swamp, the swamp. Oh, baby, I've never seen that that many colors before. It's like funky, funky looking. You know, we've been spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. This thing is is uh, actually out out. We're outperforming the disaster in uh, inner city New York at the. Uh, Oh, what do they call that? Uh, Times Square down there where, where they had the Woolman Ice Rink. Oh, you got to read about the Woolman Woolman Ice Rink and how they spent over decades, they spent millions of dollars and they could not fix it. Nobody could put Humpty Dumpty back together again. And we got these guys over at the city council. They have been running around in circus for decades. It doesn't matter who you put in there. They can be smart before they get there. And when they get there and start discussing the agenda, they lose their mind. It's the curse of Buckeye. So uh, anyway, we got all these zombies. Uh, we get we had it's just it's it's shameful what we're allowing people to be out of their minds on the streets. And uh, so Elite Universal Security started out in Yuba County. Now they're they've done so well over the years. They've expanded all the way to the Oregon border, doing projects all over in these counties up here in the north. So if you need some help with uh, managing the craziness wherever you're located or even if you think hey i wonder if they're hiring they are hiring they'll put you to work they'll train you to be a guard and you don't have to work 40 or 60 hours a week you could work maybe half that and pick up some extra money since gas has doubled in price right since trump went out of office so uh ali universal security you can reach them at 530 749 zero two eight zero seven four nine zero two eight zero and you can uh ask them hey what what's up with are you hiring what's up how how can i get on with you i live up here in butte county or i'm in shasta county or i'm siskiyou county or i'm uh calusa county i'm i'm over here do you got any work going on over here right or uh they'll come and do some work over there for you and whether they do all kinds of work they work for the government they work for private industry they work for private businesses. They work for homes. They cover, you know, uh, people's open areas like forest areas. They do everything. Five three zero seven four nine zero two eight zero. They also can help you with how to handle a gun, all the legal ramifications of getting a gun. They got their own range. They could teach you how to become comfortable and good at firing a gun. So check it out. And. Uh, all right, we're going to move on here, and I got. I want to talk about. Are, are you thinking that with all you know? Remember when? Remember when President Trump 
before he was president, he came down the golden elevator and he announced that he was going to run for president. And oh, the media, they immediately went from Trump lovers when he was just a businessman to Trump haters, right? Because they thought, ain't no way, you know, that's why you know that it isn't a free election. When people like the media and big government and big business, they start saying, no, 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 we can't do that. You know, it's never going to be a free election again. We're never going to have one. Some of you think, oh, well, yeah. Or some of you just give up voting already. You're not willing to fight for America. Some of you don't have. I'm telling you, you do not have any American DNA. You not you got banana republic DNA. You're not fighters. Our forefathers were fighters. Somehow, somebody messed up in your uh, your genealogy, and you got some banana pub republic DNA in there. You're not an American. You're not willing to fight this out, win or lose. You know, it's interesting. You look backwards, look backward at history. You think, oh, yeah, one, one world or two. Yeah, I'd have been right in there. They didn't know they're going to win. They didn't know they're going to win. The, the North didn't know they're going to win the Civil War. The North, they, they, we didn't know we we're going to win World War I, World War II. You just have to throw down and go for it, dude. A lot of you aren't up to that. Some of you can't even figure out what you're, what you're going to wear in the morning. Some of you boys. And the guys back in World War II, man, they were, they were throwing down against the Germans. 19, 16, 17, 18 years of age. You can't find your, your rear with both hands, dude. You're in deep trouble. Dr. Fallis Ronnie calls you brilliant. You're not brilliant. You're lame. You're lame. You're in deep trouble. Somebody isn't going to be around to wipe your butt the rest of your life. Wipe it. Get it figured out, dude. And grow up and get a pair. You're not an American. You're a Banana Republic DNA. Are you thinking Trump is bad, bad, bad? How can all these people file all these charges? He's got to be bad. You ever thought that about people getting arrested? Oh, yeah, they wouldn't arrest him if they weren't bad. What happened with innocent till proven guilty? What's happening here happens all the time in other countries. They destroy the opposition. They assassinate them. They arrest them. They frame them. They say they, they urinated on prostitutes. <laughs> they say Russia, Russia, Russia. They just make stuff up and they stick it with them. They get people to say they Trump raped them or they so-and-so president or the new candidate raped them. So I want to talk to you about the Fannie Willis situation down in Georgia. Georgia will go down in history, if we even keep recording history, as one of the most screwed up, pitiful, disgusting, fraudulent, slutty states in the Union, Georgia, of ar arresting heroes like Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani. You, a lot of you aren't young enough to know the heroic work that Rudy Giuliani did when he was a young attorney working as, uh, for the uh, U.S. Attorney's Office and busting down the mafia that was controlling New York. You have no idea the work he did. And, and to arrest him is just unbelievable. 
Let me talk to you about Fannie Willis. She's a dirt ball. You hear what I say? She is a dirt ball person. Disgusting lack of character. President Trump made an infamous call with Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger and the Secretary of State official Jordan Fux, F-U-C-H-S, a female, who later lied to the Washington Post about the contents of the call. These people are caught. They're, they're screwed, these people, unless they get a dirty judge. Jordan Fox was caught when the original recording of the call was found deleted on her computer. She thought she deleted the evidence, but it was still in her computer. In late 2020, President Trump made a call to Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, asking him to look at some of the items that were uncovered by his auditor. There was plenty of evidence for a competent auditor or any man of integrity to know that the election was uncertifiable. Secretary of State Raffensperger, his office, secretly recorded the phone call. Did you hear what I said? Is this a man of character? No, he's a liar, a cheat. Brad Raffensperger, never forget his name. He secretly recorded the phone call. He didn't say, President, I want to record this call, or can I record it, or I'd like to record it. He secretly recorded it. He recorded the phone call with President Trump, then lied about it to the Washington Post. He lied that he recorded it. Ravensburger, however, later ran to the Washington Post and leaked a fraudulent transcript of the call after he lied about keeping it. Now, how do you keep a transcript? Have you ever written a transcript of the phone call you didn't record? After they were caught lying to the American public, the Washington Post outed Jordan Fox as their anonymous source for the garbage hit piece. These two liars working at the Secretary of State's office, they outed him. Fox provided the Washington Post with a fraudulent Trump quote, that the paper ran in the anti-Trump hit piece on January 9th. Listen, people, if you're not wanting to pay attention to this, you are going to get totally screwed over by this government. This is all plotted and orchestrated. They planned this to do the most damage they could to the president before the sham impeachment trial in the Senate. Georgia chairman of the Republican Party named David Schaefer later revealed that Raffensperger and fucks lied to the Washington Post about Trump demanding that they f- they find the fraud. He did not demand that they find the fraud. He, they introduced some evidence and they asked them to look into it. That's way different. Then after the leaked after they leaked their version of the story to the Post, they deleted the audio of the call. However, the audio file was later found in the laptop's trash folder. You ever deleted something? And you think, oh, I wish I wouldn't have deleted it. Where do you go find it? The trash. You bring it back. So this lady's so stupid, this Jordan, she she deleted the, the recording, and it was just sitting over there in the trash, baby. So now we got this lady, uh, Fanny. 
So it's interesting. Jordan Fuchs ran Raffensperger's campaign for secretary of state. All these people are inbred. Listen, please do not donate any money to any Republican organization. I got, I keep getting these things from Kevin McCarthy. This guy is a criminal. Kevin McCarthy from Kern County. He's a speaker of the house. He's a uh, philanderer. He messes with women. He's a liar. He's a cheat. Don't pay any attention. He is not a Republican. He is not supportive of Trump. Do, do you find it interesting? Maybe you don't. I find it interesting that no Republican comes to the aid and defense of Donald Trump, any of these elected officials. Don't you think that's fascinating? Let me tell you what it's all about. They are owned. They are owned by big pharma and big, big uh, corporations. They're paid off and they're going to stay in office if they keep their mouth shut and let the dogs chew on Trump. That's what this is all about. These Republicans are not Republicans. They're at best, they're Democrat light, L-I-T-E. They're really something else. Even guys like uh, local guys like James Gallagher, he's not a Republican. I don't care what you call him, but he has no backbone. He's, he's a politician. These people are politicians. They are not patriots. It's a big, you got a big distance between a politician and patriot. They do not have American DNA. They are in it to bulge their pockets, to line their pockets. According to Georgia activist Fuchs Raffensperger and the entire Secretary of State's office were not helpful at all during investigations following the controversial 2020 presidential election in Georgia. In February 2021, Georgia District Attorney Fannie Willis opened an investigation into President Trump's call to Brad Brad Raffensperger. You remember I just told you about that call. Remember they illegally recorded it? And he didn't tell them to find fraud. He just said, here's some evidence. So they were going to say he missed, they were going to misrepresent what he said. Her investigation was all based on a lie by Fox and Raffensperger. They knew Fox lied. They indicted President Trump and 18 of his associates anyway. It has nothing to do. It's criminal prosecution. It's overzealous prosecution. It has nothing to do with the law. They use the law to their gain. It's corrupt. The judges are corrupt. The DAs are corrupt. And they're funded by George Soros, the same family of Soros that funded our corrupt uh, medical doctor, Fong Lu. So, okay, we're coming to the, uh, we got a couple minutes here. I'm going to, I'm going to, instead of breaking into another topic, I'm going to go up here and tell you about uh, Dave Greenitz's uh, construction. And uh, he's another one of these guys locally that just quietly built a, a major business from scratch, just him, starting back in the 19... Uh, probably about 1980, and he just, uh, over the last 40 years, he has built himself the best, the most well-known kitchen and bath remodel and remodeler in the community of uh, Yuba Sutter, focuses on Yuba Sutter mainly. So I'm going to give you a couple platforms where you can go check out his uh, website 
and his Facebook site. So here you go. Ready? His name, Greenets. That's the color green with E-T-Z on the end, GreenetsConstruction.com. You could go there, or you could go to Dave Greenets Construction Facebook page, and you could see his work. What better than that? Back in the old days before we had all this technology, you'd have to go ask him, could you take me and introduce me to somebody that lives in a house, and can I go see their kitchen? You know, it's, it's, it's difficult, right? The photos are amazing. They're not Photoshopped. They're not stolen off the Internet. They're real photos of their work. He and his subs. Check it out, and you can actually communicate with them off those platforms if you have any questions about what you're looking at or how they go about it, how fast they could get a kitchen done, how fast they could start and finish a bath, etc., etc., how much it might cost, da-da-da, when they could start it. You could just question. You don't even have to call them up. But if you want to call or text them, it's really easy. 530-682-9602. 530-682-9602. Zero two. That's Greenest Construction. You won't regret it. Listen, you don't want to make a mistake and hire somebody you don't know or somebody says, well, I think he does a good job, right? Or he did a floor over in here and he did a pretty good job. Listen, if you're going to drop five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, thirty thousand dollars, forty thousand dollars, you don't want to swing and miss, right? You want to get it right the first time. You don't want to end up saying, oh, wow, I, I wish we would have listened, you know. Uh, listen to people that have seen hundreds and hundreds of these things come out, and they can see it before it's done, and they could warn you like, hey, 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 take it easy here. Don't do that. We'll be right back. Somebody asked Wiener Boy the real question we've all been wanting to ask. And his reaction says it all. You have a reputation whether you like it or not. What's your reputation? Your reputation is you like to text underage girls and you like to talk to girls and you sex sending pictures of your dangling. That's your reputation. My question for you is that the reputation that follows them is people close to them die. Jane Bunch, James oh, Wilson, you're Kathy better, Ferguson, Bill Shelton, Candy Powell, Florence Bow. Martin, Susan Coleman, Paula Grover, Danny uh, Casolero, Paula Wilker, John Parnell Walker, Barbara Weiss. We should verify this yourself because you're, you're running a radio show. You should look it up. I Charles don't know Meisner, any of these Dr. Names, Dr. Stanley Hurd, Barry Beal, Barry Seal, here, can, Johnny Long. And there are some of those people that had military titles in front of them, exactly. and you're dragging their That's name even through, the point. You're dragging their name That's through the even the point because their families would want to know. Because you've got a podcast. Some of their you families would want to know. Some conspiracy theory podcast, uh, uh, some conspiracy theory oh, that nine people read.
I am so ticked off at those losers on the women's soccer team who couldn't bring themselves to even put their hands over their hearts for our national anthem. You know, never mind sing a bar here or there. If you don't know all the words, shame on you, especially when you're representing our country. But, you know, sing a bar here or there. The Vietnamese, who we crushed, were out there, hand on the heart, singing loudly, you know, all together. Not one, not one felt the need to really belt it out on Team America. There was one girl, I think she was from Arizona. She did her best, but there was no belting. If that had been me, Paul, if I had been representing my country out there after a lifetime of hard work, I would have been so thrilled. I would have been singing at the top of my lungs, just like I did at my July 4th party where I hired a marching band and dressed up in colonial <laughs> wear. Okay, it's another story. Um, but how Same dare piece. they go out there and embarrass themselves and our country? You are not just there to represent yourself and your disgusting, myopic view of America. Well, Joe Biden's not doing good. Not doing great, man. If he wins, Kamala Harris will be the president. Don't worry, I don't do an impression of Kamala Harris. Obviously, it's not okay for a white guy to do an impression of a retarded hyena, so. There's the line, I'm not crossing the line. I know that joke was offensive to hyenas, but I had to just... That divided the room. Is this divided politically? Literally the whole right side. I'm down here now. Forget you guys. I'm coming down. Let's go. Let's go. Build the wall. No, no. Finish the wall. Well, we have a couple segments left, and I wanted to uh, mention uh, Ted Holmes. He's a friend of mine that, we, you know, some of us, a few of us here that have known each other for, man, over four decades. We've done some incredible, we've been, uh, had the privilege of done, doing some incredible things together all over the world and working, uh, doing some amazing things here together, things that we uh, invested in and seen come to fruition, helping people's lives, whether working on a pregnancy center or a pregnancy resource center, working on a drug rehab or remodeling buildings for single moms, whatever, you know, it's just been building orphanages, um, all kinds of things. Uh, it's been really a cool thing. So Ted is running three businesses, but the one that I want to talk about, in fact, I'm going to be doing, helping him do some billboards is a plumbing doctor. And uh, they, they work in Yuba Sutter County specifically and exclusively. And so they're very easy to get to. They're 530-671-9111, 671-9111. So probably in the next month or so, you're going to see some billboards going up because uh, they're expanding and it's getting busier and busier and they're going to put on some more trucks and they're going to, they're going to let more people know, you know, well, you know, I don't want to get sidetracked. Advertising is something I've done for many, many years. So uh, I always t tell people that don't believe in advertising that uh, it's interesting. People that don't believe in advertising when they're when they're uh, needing to go out of business because they're not they don't have enough business. Then they advertise and say we're closed and we're clear clearance sale. <laughs> so then they they say, hey, can you advertise for me? We're going to sell everything off. 
we can't make it. <laughs> but they, advertising works when you're doing a clearance sale, but I guess it didn't work before. So anyway, pl the plumbing doctor will take care of you, and you just give them a call, and they'll get somebody right out to that. Actually, they they do their very best to give same day service. Okay, five three zero six seven one nine one one one. All right. Well, uh, there's just a lot going on. Let me go back down here. And uh, so I was telling you about Fanny. Fanny, she's in trouble, oh, Fanny. And uh, she's going to get uh, her little rear end uh, brought up to Congress and have to testify up there because she did some illegal stuff. As Do you know something that, le that attorneys lie and cheat sometimes? And they and there's rules on how you've got to prosecute somebody and you, you can't get everybody working together. And she she's going to be brought up on charges. And uh, so she opened this investigation. But the deal is it's all based on fuck lying and Raffensperger lying, all these people lying. And they got them. But, you know, do, do you think these people are stupid? No, they're not stupid. They're criminals, and they know what they're doing is wrong, but the end result is they don't care whether he goes to jail or not. They, they want to ruin his attempt to become president of the United States again. Why? Because he's the only guy. He said, I don't want your money. I don't need your money. You remember he says that? I don't want your money. And the, and the, the, the corporations, big business and big pharma, they want to give you the money because then they want to control you. And if they can't control you in money, then they'll get you caught in some sort of a sexual thing. They'll get somebody like they had woman. Do you remember all the women that came forward? I thought, man, there's a lot of women that he jerked around. And why are they all coming? I mean, it was all right when he was just a businessman. They didn't care. They're just going to go along with this, get jerked around. But when he becomes president, oh, yeah, now now it's like we now we're upset. We're really upset. Oh, baby. So this is all about keeping him. In fact, do you know that New Hampshire, the secretary of state of New Hampshire, which is one of the first primaries, he is a Republican. I'm putting quotes around that. You know, these Republicans are not worth the letters that spell their name. They're total frauds. Mitch McConnell is more loyal to China than he is the USA. The NBA and the NFL in that Major League Baseball is more loyal to China than they are America. Just just have somebody throw down against China on one of those teams, and they will they will they'll make mincemeat of those folks. So this is all about destroying Trump, ruining his life. They don't really care whether they lock him up. They just want to ruin his life. They want him to quit and go off in a corner and never be heard from again as a political contender. Oh, by the way, by the way, did you see the interview? I, I knew that DeSantis was dirty. You may think he's a good governor down there in uh, Florida. Maybe he was a good COVID governor, right? This guy's dirty. What do I mean by that? I mean that he's, they got their hooks in him. They own him. You know, the other day he was asked by a very persistent reporter, interviewer and she says do you believe that the trump election was stolen and he would not answer that question he says well 
uh, or do you believe Biden really wanted? He said, well, the guy that put his hand on the Bible wanted. She said, that is not what I asked you. I asked you if he won the election. He said, well, the guy that puts his hand on the Bible won the election. He would not say he is owned by somebody. He could not say he was not allowed to say Trump won the election. It was stolen. He is bright. He knows the election was stolen, but they have bought him off. He is owned. He is a prostitute. Ron DeSantis is a political prostitute. And I watched his face. I watched that clip over and over and over again. They pulled right in close on his eyes. I'm telling you, you know, there's people that their business, their business is to read people and read when they're lying and read their body language and their, the way their eyes dart back and forth and the way they, they hesitate and comment this way and that way. I'm telling you, DeSantis is is bad juju. You think, oh, he he is a really amazing governor. Okay, okay, fine. Let's keep him as governor. But he is not. He is going to be same-o, same-o. You think, oh, how many times, come on, people, how many times have you voted? How many times have you voted for somebody who said, he is going to make the change that we need? And so disappointing. You think, why are they not making this change? Kevin McCarthy's a good example. All these Republican congressmen, the exception might be uh, Kevin Kiley. He is throwing down back there. Let me see if I can find his clip. We, we don't have a huge amount of time left. Let me go down to see what he, he has said. I, I loved what he's having to say. Oh, come on, baby. Uh, oh, come on. Here you go. Kevin Kiley says, one reason I ran for Congress was to sound a warning to the nation against the spread of California's insanity. But a larger reason was to restore some sanity in California itself. So with Newsom AWOL as to the secret in other words, he's AWOL. In other words, he's not talking about the secret of the Chinese biolab. I requested a House investigation. Yesterday, that request was granted. They're going to do a House investigation on the Reedley or the Fresno Chinese biolab that was supposed, nobody's supposed to talk about. Remember? State Health Department, State AG's office says, don't talk about it. Keep the people stupid. In another win, we just got Newsom and company to back down from muzzling two Stanford professors. Did you hear about this? They, they weren't towing the line, these Stanford professors. And uh, it was regarding school shutdowns. They will now testify for the students. Thanks to everyone who spoke out against the chilling abuse of power. They were pressuring the Stanford professors. In other words, no free speech when you're a Stanford professor. Our goal at all, at all turns is both to expose Newsom and to counteract his failures. For instance, on crime, this means highlighting the disasters as in this, uh, detailing California's crazy criminal laws while also taking action, sponsoring, et cetera. So he goes on and on and on here. So he says, similarly, when we got secretary Mayorkas of all people, 
to criticize the sanctuary state. Mayorkas is amazing. That guy can spin a yarn left and right, but he actually criticized California as a sanctuary state. Uh, Then he talks about why we did shame Newsom into ending drought restrictions, right? It could be raining cats and dogs. Every dam is full to the brim, and we still have drought restrictions. He showed shocking footage of waters cascading towards the ocean off the dams. I mean, we're so out of control. Gas prices are up, up at the highest they've, I think they've ever been. Unbelievable. It's just like people are just... I get it. You got to go to work. You got to take the kid to school. I feel the same way. I'm just down there paying the money. What are you going to do? Blow the place up? I agree. H- how many of you are are voting for these people? How many of you are willing to vote for somebody different for office in California? If we change the uh, composition of who's running this state, we could get our gas pumps going again, our oil rigs going again, right? But we're going to have to be serious about it. Some of you, it's just easier for you to move than it is to vote. It's just easier to move to Missouri than vote or move to uh, Austin, Texas to vote or to move to Tennessee and vote or move to Idaho and vote than it is to vote and fight out, fight it out. Listen, this isn't going to be just one at the voting booth. We're going to have some fights on our hands. It's going to be funky. All right, let me just go up here. Uh, oh, by the way, this New Hampshire uh, Secretary of State is seeking legal advice. This is a Republican. I'm telling you, the Republicans, they're joining the Democrats to crush Trump. Don't give to any Republican organization in your state or in your federal. Give to If you find an individual Republican like Josh Hawley or something over in Missouri or somebody... In other words, cross state lines and support people that you believe in. A lot of these people throw Trump under the bus. They are not. If they throw Trump under the bus, I'm telling you, they got no character. There's nobody that lineup that you saw. at the. (laughs) Did you see Nikki Haley? She is such a fraud, Nikki Haley. And who was the other? Oh, my God. Mike Pence. I don't even believe he's human. I think he's extraterrestrial. I think he's. He's he's a he is weird. He he is fully demonized. Some people think he's a pedophile. You know he's married, but you can be married and be a pedophile too. That guy is flat weird. Mike Pence? Oh my goodness. He has got really weird. He's got weirder over the years. Who else? Oh, Chris Christie. What a loser. He you know, I think he should just work on his weight. I don't think he should work on the country. Uh, anyway, all right, let me get up here and let's see if we can, oh, this is unbelievable. I was telling a guy I had, uh, Andrew Serafini and I had breakfast together today and I said, Andrew, I opened the computer up in the morning and I look at what's happened the previous day and my, my, I think my jaw hits the keyboard I'm just shocked. I can't believe I'm living in America that believes this stuff. The title of this is Trans Uterus Transplants. They're endorsing it to, to if a woman dies to remove her uterus and put it into a man. 
This is Frankenstein stuff, people. While the American Medical Association denies all science and ethics to enrich doctors around the country willing to experiment and butcher men and women struggling with serious mental illness like gender dysphoria, they are now attempting to increase their revenue stream by asking taxpayers to pay the bill or front the bill. Instead of treating gender dysphoria, the medical establishment largely promotes it and, and races individuals towards irreversible hormone treatments, castration, and mutilations. Has our nation's Judeo-Christian standards of morality really collapsed? I'll answer that for you. Yep, they're done. It's toast, people. She says, this is Brigitte Gabriel wrote this, silence is compliance. Let me just say that three times. Two more times for you. Silence is compliance. Some of you wore the mask and stood on the X, but I'm telling you, silence is compliance. And when I started speaking out against it, the county of Yuba tried to pull a little, I'm talking about a miniature Trump move on me and pulled me into court to do a restraining order and take away my civil rights, my rights to free speech. I am not going to be silent. Our forefathers were not silent. A recent article in American Medical Association's AMA Journal of Ethics is suggesting taxpayers should have to pay the bill for biological men who choose to get a uterus transplant. They call it a UTX off a dead woman. Your mama dies and they said, can we, <laughs> your mama is going to die, right? They say she had 24 hours to live. So the organ transplant people say, can we have her uterus? <laughs> I've been in those discussions when people are dying. Can we have her eyes? Can we have her bone? Can we have her skin? <laughs> now they're going to have to ask your, 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 the daughter or the son, son or son-in-law, can we have her uterus? So what are you going to do with it? Oh, there's a guy two doors down in another room that's been waiting for a uterus. Sounding more like something from a Frankenstein movie. The AMA paper says there are no moral or ethical reasons why you and I shouldn't pony up our taxpayer dollars to help transgenders improve their mental health. Do you realize that transgenders have a much higher rate of suicide than the average normal gender people? Now, I'm sure that's my fault because I'm a heterosexual and somehow I'm inflicting this mental anguish on them, right? The paper also says, the AMA paper also says that we should fund facial and other cosmetic surgeries to help a man feel and look more like a woman. Along with procedures that would allow men to actually menstruate or gestate children. <laughs> you know, people, we just going to have to say like Nancy Reagan, just say no, baby. You guys are lost your mind. Ain't going to do this. Professor Al, uh, Martin Macquarie at John Hopkins School of Medicine told the Washington Examiner, the AMA has chosen activist positions on this delicate topic. Why don't they find a study on the 10-year regret rate of children who undergo transition surgery? Oh, I'd like to see that study, the regret rate. That's an interesting term. I'd call that buyer's remorse, the regret rate. I like these terms. 
What is the suicide rate among those who undergo undergo aggressive hormone or surgical treatment versus long-term talk therapy? How about some talk therapy? You know, they pass laws that churches can't talk people out of being a homosexual. You know that? We just ignore all that because we know that it's a form of perversion. It's like the devil just got people all confused. Oh, I can't believe you're even bringing up the devil. I told people someday, I told people, I was talking at breakfast this morning. I said, how many stupid things are you going to allow your teachers to teach your kids that are absolutely harmful and absolutely 180 degrees backwards before you take your kids out of school? You send your kids to school to be taught nonsense. Like men, maybe women. Like I saw a meme the other day, he says, he says, yeah, he said, once I was felt I was trapped in a woman's body. Well, we all were that were men. We were born. We were trapped in a woman's body, but that's it. So now we're trying to tell kids that are men or young boys, little boys or little girls, that they may be the opposite. Why would you even talk about that? Why don't you just let the parents handle it? No, 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 because it's an agenda. And now oh, somebody told me we, we used to teach uh, character classes in the public school system for free. We teach 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes once a week to same class over and over again. And now they, they say they're going to have to, we have to sign all these documents affirming all these crazy things, transgender, all the stupid stuff. I'm telling you, people, why don't you just let the local pedophile in your block have his way with your kids? You're sending them to school. I try to tell people that that's where the kids get molested at school. They don't get molested at volunteers. <laughs> they get molested by teachers and employees over there or or other places. All right. Well, we got one more segment. We're about winding down here this segment. One more segment, and then we're going to call it a day. Be right back. I went back to Ohio, but my city was gone. There was no train station. grow up, I want to work for a woke company. Like super woke. When I grow up, when I grow up, I want to be hired based on what I look like rather than my skills. I want to be judged by my political beliefs. I want to get promoted based on my chromosomes. When I grow up, I want to be offended by my co-workers and walk around the office on eggshells and have my words policed by HR. Words like grandfather, peanut gallery, long time no see, no can do. When I grow up, I want to be obsessed with emotional safety and do workplace sensitivity training all day long. When I grow up, I want to climb the corporate ladder just by following the crowd. I want to be a conformist. I want to weaponize my pronouns. What are pronouns? It's time to grow up and get back to work. Introducing the number one woke-free job board in America, redballoon.work. Because the world is crazy right now. What is gas? Six hundred dollars a damn gallon right now. All I'm saying, I don't care how much money you got. Gas is entirely too high. 
That's all I'm saying. You are not supposed to be at the gas station making life decisions. You just at the pump. Just, Negro, did I eat today? I can't get no half a tank. I got six cigarettes. I can't even do it. They, they'll mess up the whole gas station experience. Used to be, if you had $10, $15, you could go to the gas station with confidence. Because you knew you was either going to be full or near full. If you had a 20, you didn't even talk to the person at the counter. You just 20 on the left. <laughs> they done messed up the whole gas station experience. Used to be, if you put $15 in your tank, you had time to bond with your vehicle. You had time to put the nozzle in and set the clicker and look through your car and clean off the dashboard and look through your CDs and run in the store and get some Pringles and a snapper and it'll still be pumping. Now if you put $15 in, you can't even turn around good for that some click. As soon as you put it in, just click, click. There ain't no damn gas in that car. All right, we got a little bit of time left. So uh, this is how corrupt the judges are. You know, the Bible talks about corrupt judges, and they're and they are going to suffer a really intense judgment when their days are over on this earth. So there's these curriculums: the LGBTQ, XYZ, MOP, the Alphabet Soup curriculum, right? And you know that Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States of America, his son-in-law. And his daughter uh, benefit, they have the curriculum they're selling to all the schools. So that's why they send in all these FBI agents to terrorize supposedly domestic terrorists, which are parents saying, hey, wait a minute, we don't like that, we don't want that. Oh, you can't say that now, right? So, but Merrick Garland is, his kids are benefiting from this curriculum. So a district judge appointed by Biden has ruled that parents in Montgomery County, Maryland, have no right to opt their children out of the school's LGBTQ curriculum. In other words, this is a government school. We own your kids. You got to go to our school. And uh, you got to take this curriculum. You can't opt out. That's what this judge is saying. Deborah Boardman. U.S. District Judge rules this is a Muslim-led group of parents who did not want their children exposed to far-left propaganda about sex and gender. So the Beckett nonprofit law firm represented them. And in a press release, Beckett explains the new inclusivity books were announced last fall for students in pre-K and through fifth grade. However, instead of focusing on basic principles of respect and kindness, the books champion controversial ideology around gender and sexuality. For example, one book tasks three- and four-year-olds to search for images from a word list that includes intersex flag, drag queen, underwear, leather, and the name of a celebrated LGBTQ activist and sex worker. This is three and four-year-olds. 
Another book advocates a child-knows-best approach to gender transitioning, telling students that a decision to transition does not have to be that does not have to make any sense teachers are instructed to say doctors only guess is this amazing teachers who most of them didn't know what they wanted to do with their life so they became a teacher not all of them most of them teachers are instructed to say doctors only guess who is teaching this who is like coming up with that doctors only guess when identifying a newborn's sex newborn sex in other words they look and it has a penis they're guessing that it's a boy and not if it's a girl if it doesn't have a penis and they they're saying it's a girl that's a total wild guess that's what they're saying they're teaching in maryland other books focus on children's romantic feelings can you imagine a five or six year old kid seven year old kid talking about his romantic feelings. The school board revoked notice and opt-out opt-outs for their these storybooks earlier in the year. Contrary to Maryland law and the board's policies. These people just make up law. They don't care whether it's against the law. They just say, "Yeah, we're not going to do that." It's a law that you can opt out. We're not going to go along with the law. Right? They're not going to go along with the constitution either. Even the board's elementary school principals protested that the books were age inappropriate dismissive of students religious beliefs and presented as facts information that is not factual like other things that aren't factual like you came from a monkey like the whole earth is going to end up end in a few years that somehow humans are polluting the earth and destroying it all lies a baby is not a real baby until it's almost born. Somebody the other day, a gal was holding a sign. I got a kick out of it. It said, death is determined when the heart stops. Why is not life determined when the heart starts? Just a thought. Judge Boardman rejected all these arguments. And here was her claim. This Remember the Supreme Court justice who said she couldn't define what a woman was because she wasn't a biology person? This is this is how these judges have been educated in our public school system. They're nuts, people. They aren't just wrong. They're nutty. They're nutty. Boardman rejected. Here's what Boardman claimed in her ruling. The plaintiffs, that's the Muslim people, asserted due process right to direct their children's upbringing. Hold on now. These are the parents of the children. She said they asserted that they have a right to direct their children's upbringing. What do you think about that? Do you think you have a right to direct your children's upbringing? This judge said you don't. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? This, is, this isn't some local municipal judge. This is a district federal judge said that you'd... That she said the plaintiffs think that they have a due process right to direct their children's upbringing by choosing not to have their kids in the public school curriculum that conflicts with their religious views. She said that is not your right. You do not. This boardman says you do not have a fundamental right as a parent to choose what to teach your kids. 
Does that not catch you? Do you think that this is just a problem in Maryland? We have it right here in Marysville and Yuba City, Joint Unified School Districts. You know what? You, you know why you're not thinking about it? Because you haven't checked into it. You haven't pressed them. You poke this bear. I mean, this bear is going to stand up and roar over there. Phallus Ronnie and Darina Sumi, they are as screwy. They are screwy. You think somebody on LSD is nuts? Go talk to these people. They're going to say this stuff. I've had, I've been on the school board before. I've had people say this off record. That they think they, they ought to just take total control of the kids. They do not want you to have a fundamental right to raise your children and to teach them the values that you hold dear. It doesn't have anything to... They're anti-Christian big time. But, you know, my parents had... They had strong... Uh, they had basically Judeo-Christian values, but they didn't know anything about Jesus. They just inherited those like right, right behavior. They knew what wrong and right meant. So this, this judge ruled against these people, said, you do not have a fundamental right. I want you to listen to this, people. This is what your local school districts believe. That's why you need to get your kids out. Your districts are, they're acting, as soon as you turn and go home or go to work, they go to work on your kids. Big time. They do not believe you have a fundamental right to teach your kids what you want. They have a right to do that. And if you fuss with that, they will come down and call the cops on you. They're calling the FBI. They're, I think it was last week or the week before, I played a clip of a Chico mother. I think she had 11, 12, 13-year-old girl, 10, 11, 12, something like that going to a Chico school. And so she had gone through some difficult times as a single parent. She had breast cancer. And, and while she was struggling with breast cancer, her father died. And so, and she was raising this young child. Maybe she had more than one child, but during that time, the school assisted her daughter to change genders In other words, maybe she was a girl to start out with, and now she decided at school she was traumatized by her mom being sick and also by grandpa dying. So she's thinking maybe she's a boy. So they helped her and helped dress her differently and change her name. Never called mom saying, oh, well, you know, we're noticing some changes in your daughter. Wanted to talk to you about it. Why don't you come on down? No, no, no. They just did it. This reflects that you do not have a right. And now what they're saying is if you don't go along, if your daughter says she's a boy and, and you take her in for counseling, you can have the child taken from you. I'm just telling you how it is. Your kids are at risk over there at the public schools if things don't do, go really nice. You know, you, go, you put your kid out at North uh, Bible Baptist out there on North Bill Road, or you put your kid at Epic over here in Yuba City at the Church of Glad Tidings, or you put your school at the New Life out there, you're not going to see any of that uh, uh, nonsense. They're going to teach Judeo-Christian ethics, and they are going to line up with what you believe. And if there's some screwy stuff, your kid's having a tough time, you're going to get called. I know these people. I know these people that run these schools, these three. 
And I believe the same is true of the Catholic school. St. Isidore is over here in Yuba City. But you, but they are way different. And, and like at, at, at Epic, I know because I'm con, I, I work with these people. And no masks, no mandates, uh, honoring America, uh, honoring male and female, no, no halfway between male and female, no COVID nonsense, none of that stuff. It's over, baby, out there. Same way I believe it at these other schools. You really need to look at that. Even homeschooling the kid would be better. I'm telling you, they're taking their... Your kid starts having trouble at school and you don't agree with the school, you're going to lose. I'm telling you, you are going to lose and you're going to lose control of your child. They'll take your child from you. I haven't mentioned many people dying lately, but I just want to let you know that one of the top WWE wrestling stars died unexpectedly at the age of 36. Bray... Wyatt. Just happening every day. People dropping dead every day. Okay, I want to... we got eight minutes. I don't know that I have too much time. Do you know that uh, over 2,000 children are missing at Lahaina Public Schools? They're lying. That government over there is crazy. That ch- that That green who's running that government, the governor over there, that dude is, uh, he's off the charts, man. He's a full United Nations, Klaus Schwab. We're going to make 15-minute cities. Now, here's the deal. This Maui police chief, John Pelletier, this guy moved from Las Vegas and got the police chief job over there. He now is, is he ran the disaster of the worst fire disaster in the uh, maybe I don't know if it's U.S. history or just the last couple hundred years. They're still, they won't even tell you how many people are dead. And there's so many children dead, people are just going to riot maybe when they find out how many children are dead because they sent them home from school. Maui Police Chief John Pelletier is no stranger to responding to mass tragedy. What are the chances that he would be at the greatest fire tragedy and at the greatest shooting tragedy in America? He was he ran the incident command in Las Vegas at the uh, the big hotel shooter at the uh, Aldine concert. And let me let me just say, what are the chances that this guy goes from one agency to another and ends up in the middle of both of these? This guy got some bad juju tracking with him. Nearly six uh, Years before disaster struck in the form of wildfires that ripped through parts of the island and killed at least, uh, listen, there's hundreds and thousands of people killed over Maui. Don't believe 99. That's ridiculous. Pelletier was named chief of the Maui Police Department in 2021 after more than two decades working in Las Vegas. On October 1, 2017, Pelletier was the incident commander covering the strip when a gunman unleashed a hail of bullets on a country music festival. Remember, it was a multi-day festival. And the reason I know about it, I was in Vietnam, and my daughter was with her husband and a bunch of people from Orange County at the festival, and they were having people shot right around them. The guy that shot from the hotel there killed 58 people, injuring something like 500 
I want you to listen to the last paragraph of this. This is freaky. Over the, so anyway, over the weekend, he referenced his experience in Las Vegas while describing the long, painstaking process of identifying da-da-da-da. Anyway, he uh, is telling how difficult the whole thing is, right? So I think this guy started out as a New Yorker or something like this. So he said he told a commission considering him when he was applying for the job for the Maui chief police job, you know, people say, well, this is the way you ought to choose me. Well, he says, I have vast experience in policing a large tourist destination. That's true. Las Vegas. While understanding the local community made him a good fit. The Las Vegas review journal said he also said responding to the 2017 massacre would make him prepared to handle any situation. Well, that's true. He described leading the area command that night, that night, as his greatest professional achievement to the commission. I want to remind you that they never figured out why that guy did that. Crime not solved, just like Sarah Matthews Easton. Eight years later, crime not solved. Easton was killed in 2016. This happened in 2017. Listen to this. This is really freaky sounding. Maybe this guy's just super dull and insensitive. It took years to build that response. He just gets totally caught up with the fight. It took years to get that right. Let's talk about Las Vegas and the mass shooting. It took years to get that right, but we got, we got it right. And we got our hands around it. And we did something incredible. He, this, is, this is a quote, people. The guy says, we did something incredible. We're talking about 60 people get murdered with a shooter out of like 20 stories up and 500 people injured with automatic weapons and stuff. Sitting ducks. He said, we did, we did. He said, it took years to get all this right. We got it right. We got our hands around it. We did something incredible that night. We took the biggest crime scene, second only to 9-11, and we did everything to mitigate that. Listen to this last couple sentences. We brought a community together. Oh, my God. Let's all hold hands. We did something really, really great. I thought, you know, dude, would you say that in front of all the parents and family members and brothers and sisters and uncles and aunts, survivors of all those people? You would say that? You're saying this to everybody. What about all the people grieving that nobody could come to any conclusion on why that guy climbed up there, how he hauled all those guns up there, why he did that? No rhyme or reason. No solution, no so, no closure. There's really no such thing as closure, but no answering any of the heavy questions. And he talks about, we did something so great. I mean, it was great for Las Vegas, man. We came together. We like, we like kicked rear. Really? You didn't? I, I don't know. I, I just think the guy's weird. And now he's in the midst of the biggest disaster of scooping up children's ashes. Entire schools of kids were burned, down, burned up by sending them home. 
Can you imagine in Yuba City, people? I worked for the Yuba City as a volunteer for Yuba City Fire for years. Can our guys, if they went to a fire, a major apartment fire, and there was no water in the hydrants, there would be a meltdown. It, it would be on and on. It would be fe- a, a huge catastrophe. A meltdown. No water in the hydrants. Are you kidding me, man? And people died. And this guy is, this guy is like, and he gets off. This guy, it, it, he is so caught up in his little world. This guy needs counseling. <laughs> he needs this Pelletier, man. He needs counseling. This boy is off in a world. I said, even if you felt like, man, we kicked rare, we we saved a lot of lives, or we, you know, we couldn't save everybody, we saved a lot. But the fact is, you're in charge of the incident, and you cannot figure like what in the world happened to this guy. Like, really, he just goes and wants to just shoot as many people, innocent folks that came there from all over the United States to catch this. They're not wanting to talk about the school kids. So uh, anyway, we're down to the last few seconds, and I just want to have a good week. And uh, we'll see you at the uh, a week from week from today. Lord willing. okay. do something good out there. Good night. Of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies are blue and clouds of the bright blessed day and the dark sacred night and I thank you